we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And many times we think that this is the perfect family. In fact, well, they are the model family for all Christians. But as a model family, they also show us that they are not perfect, that this family is not perfect, that even from the beginning they have problems. Mary got pregnant and Joseph didn't know what was going on until an angel taught him in dreams and he understood. Now the child got lost one day and they didn't know what was going on with him. Then all the pain that Mary suffered because of her son killed, crucified. It's not a perfect family. It's like any of our families. By the way, some people uh, sometimes say, oh, why do, why do priests talk about uh, marriages and families? If they don't have any family or they don't get married, well, but I have a family. I didn't come from heaven. I'm not saying Gabriel or any angel. I come from a regular family, normal family like yours, many of yours probably. So what can we get today? And today I have for you five points that Pope Francis is teaching. So he talks about five building blocks that grow within a family, or maybe five details about families. The first thing that Pope Francis says is that a family is a school. A family is a school. And a family is a school because we learn so much there. We cannot let public schools, private schools, to teach everything to their children. Do you see? Because there must be some education at home too, especially when, it is, when we are talking about ethics, about morals, about spiritual life. We cannot just think that they're going to teach them those kind of things there. Most likely they will not. So children learn at home solidarity. Children lear learn at home that we are supposed to share things with a classmate who doesn't have one thing. Children learn at home all these kind of moral rules or these kind of things that come from a family. So the family is a school. We learn so much there. The family, in the second point, the Pope says that the family is like an asylum or a nursing home. And remember what the gospel is saying, not the gospel, the first reading from the book of Sirach. My son, take care of your father when he is old. There are so many situations with families where they just leave the grandparents or the elderly people in a nursing home, and many times they don't visit them. The priest at St. Joe's, we preside mass every month at um, Winchester House and Manor Care, and we also visit uh, Spring Meadows, and, and you see all these nursing homes, and there is a group of parishioners here who go and visit the people there, uh, and even there, I think some kids at school write letters for them because there are so many people there who doesn't have anybody to visit them. That's very sad. Even there are priests. I, I, there are priests who nobody visits them. Even 
they, uh, they are priests for 50 years and they have all these people here at the masses and cards, but then they get to a certain age and nobody looks for them. So we need to take care of, of the elderly too and be mindful that they are part of our families. A third point that Pope Francis says is that a family is the closest hospital. The family is the closest hospital. Because the family is where we go when we are wounded. When the kid runs and falls down, where does the boy go? To the mom, to cry there with mom. When there are issues in your marriage, where do you usually go? I guess many of you might go to your mom or your dad. So the family teaches us about resilience. Family teaches us how to face difficult situations. Family teaches us how to cope with this pain or suffering that we all have in our hearts. Everybody has wounds. We need somebody to listen to. And hopefully, hopefully, the family is the place where we can find that ear who wants to listen to us. In a fourth point, Pope Francis says that the family is a domestic church. But this idea of domestic church, I think it began with the uh, Vatican II, Vatican Council, that it was in the 60s, a meeting of bishops, and they said the family is a domestic church. What do we have in church? People come to church to find the mercy of God. We are not perfect. We don't come here because we are perfect, because we deserve to be closer to God. Everybody, before we receive communion, we say, Lord, I am not worthy that you... Okay. So we come to church to find God's mercy. The family is like a channel of God's mercy and God's forgiveness. You see, when we learn how to forgive at home, we understand God's mercy. The family is also the place where we pray, where we learn the first prayers. We are Catholic, and as Catholics, when you baptize your kid, you promise to raise that kid up in the faith to keep God's commandments. So we cannot wait until the child is eight years old and he goes to religious education and then they are going to learn about religion. Parents are supposed to teach the prayers and help the kid understand about the faith. Sadly, many times, parents are not formed. You see, so it's an invitation to, to learn and learn more about the faith so we can transmit that to our kids in a healthy way. Religion should be transmitted to people in a healthy way, too. And, okay, that, that, that's one point. We need, and also pray as a family. That's very important. If you can just say a prayer before the meals, that's something that will teach the kid. And also when you come to church, if you pray, that's going to stay in the mind of your kid, that your faith is important, that your relationship is important. If you raise your kid up in the faith, and after some time he doesn't want to continue in the faith, well, hopefully that's a mature decision of your son or your daughter. But if they are under your roof, 
If they are at home, you are supposed to teach them the faith. And finally, a fifth building block that Pope Francis says, a family, their family, is a factory of hope. The family is a factory of hope because it is in the family where we learn about hope and resilience, like I was saying. But it's also a place where we can learn, and these, all these people who form my family, I can learn so much about love. Love is not something that I bring in my, in my DNA. Love is something that I learn. So if I see how my parents express their love to each other, maybe I will learn something about love. There are many people who say, oh, I don't believe in love anymore because uh, I broke out with my uh, girlfriend or something like that. You, you see, I don't believe in love. Love doesn't exist. But we see situations and we see people, we see couples who say, oh, we have been married for 50 years. Some people say, what? That's unthinkable for some people. That's impossible to do. Well, it is possible if we see how our parents love each other. That's a huge responsibility to love each other and to express that love because other people are looking at the parents, especially the children. And then when they grow up, when they find the person that they want to spend their whole life with, they will remember how their parents love each other and they want to do the same. There is a song by Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran is a pop star, one of these guys. I think he's from Britain, from uh, yeah, England. He has a song called Perfect. And this song is very interesting. I'm not gonna sing it. I'm not a singer here, right? But I have heard the original song, but he also did another version with Andrea Bocelli, with Andrea Bocelli, and it's beautiful. It's called Perfect Symphony. So when you go home, find YouTube, uh, Google, Perfect Symphony, Ed Sheeran, and Andrea, Andrea Bocelli. And a part of the lyrics said, <clears throat> I found a love for me. I never knew you were the someone waiting for me, because we were just kids when we fell in love. I've always believed in us, because you're an angel, and I waited for you so long, because you look perfect tonight. It's not a song about sex or drugs or stuff like that. It's just a romantic song that speaks about love and speaks about that person that you're waiting for for a long time. Is that first love? I mean, everybody falls in love. Oh, what? So this priest talking about? Well, of course, I fall, I fall in love too. I'm a human being. But we always look, we, we are always waiting for that person who can give some meaning to our lives. Ultimately, that being is God. Because even if you have a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever, that person cannot give you total happiness. Only God, ultimately, only God. But here on earth, most of us are looking for a person, for somebody who can help us understand, who will, we, we can spend our lives with that person. So the song, why do I am talking about the song? Because in your relationships, you cannot forget your first love. And by that, I mean 
the first reason by which you decided to marry that person, the first reason by which you decided that this person is the person with whom you want to spend the rest of your lives. You know, it happens also with the priest. If we forget why we are here, we are in trouble because we start to think about other things or other people, and then everything gets messed up as you have seen in the news. But if you couples, if you don't build up that relationship of trust and love, and if you forget why are you there in the first place, problems will come. That's why it's important to remember your first love, love, all these romantic things that sound, I don't know, but that are very important. So the family is a very important place, a place, where of, a place of love and forgiveness, a place where we learn so much because the family is a school, the family is the closest hospital, the family is the domestic church, the family is a factory of hope. So we need to remember those things and pray every day that the Lord will continue to bless our families. I get many Christmas cards and I get all these pictures of families smiling and, and you know, it's the perfect picture. That's very nice. But I also understand that there are many difficult situations behind those smiles. So we continue to pray for all of you and I hope that you will continue to pray for each one of you and each one of your family members.